Hello and welcome to Why It Matters. This is a podcast for leaders who know that relevance is a moving target. I'm Michael Goff and I'm the Strategy Director at Spark Studio. This is a collection of interviews with leaders who are passionate about something that is being overlooked. Sometimes that will be a brand, a product or a service, but it can also be an idea, something that has lost its value for many. And to re-express relevance, you need someone with vision. So what I would say to the to directors is be more open, have it in black and white, explain your thinking, explain your purposes and your mission, and, and I think that goes a long way. Millions of us contribute to the UK's investment system through ISAs, workplace pensions and other investments. Yet many of us have no visibility over where our money has been invested and no voice at the companies we own shares in. The tech startup Tumalo got in touch with Why It Matters, having heard the previous episodes on why purpose-led PLCs and impact investing matter. They wanted to discuss the role every shareholder can play in changing a company's social, environmental and governance policies. So following on from the previous Why It Matters episodes, it made sense to talk about why shareholders matter. Here's my conversation with Helen Kane-Hardy, the content strategist at Tumalo. Enjoy our conversation. Well, welcome, Helen, to uh, Why It Matters. Lovely to have you with us. Thank you for having me. And you're the content strategist at Tumelo. I wonder if you could start just by giving us a bit of background to the organisation, give us a bit of history of the company uh, and your involvement with it. Yeah, of course. Okay, so Tumelo is a fintech startup, uh, now a scale-up, which it provides technology which allows people to see what underlying companies are in their investments and gives them a chance, gives sort of your regular savers on the street a chance to vote on issues which companies bring to the table which affect their everyday. So issues on the environment, human rights, equal pay. So it's a way that they can really have a voice over what, what they're invested in and how, what that money is being used for. Tamela was started by three Cambridge graduates who were uh, really curious to understand what their Cambridge endowment fund was being invested in, which companies, which industries it was being invested in. And they felt like it was really, really not very transparent at all. So fast forward on a few years, that kind of hunger to understand more about where money's invested, bringing that transparency to your regular saver on the street, giving people more of a voice, giving every investor a voice has really been at the heart of Tomello. And here we are now, 30 people strong. I was number 11. And yeah, just a company here to, to try and give every investor a voice. That's the company mission. And I guess in our world, we talk a lot about the, the importance of brand purpose and what a business mm. purpose is all about. That, that's that been a growing trend, it seems to me, that there's a bit of a zeitgeist at the moment to think about the role of purpose in business. Would that be fair? Yeah, I think so. I think um, I think that the words sort of mission, purpose, vision, they're they're increasingly used. I think they have different connotations in different in different companies. Um, obviously, some businesses' purposes will be ultimately to make money, and I think the conversation is where you can marry up mission and purpose to create. I don't know a, a bit more of a more wholesome business where your stakeholders and shareholders are happy. And I guess, you know, the heart of our kind of discussion here in the topic today is why shareholders matter. And I guess, I guess for a lot of us who have pension pots, uh, whether through company pensions and others, I guess we're just not, a, we're not privy to where that money is necessarily going. Is that the kind of context of, in which Tumelo exists? 
yeah exactly so I mean I often get asked it kind of by friends you know family or you know what is it you do and and it does start it does start with this kind of Lord of the Rings epic story about what what a pension is and what you invested in and that's it you know many of us have a pension we pay it in every month we probably know who our pension provider is we get a, a, a letter from them once a year which we probably put to the side somewhere and and we don't know what actual companies that pension is invested in three trillion pounds of investment goes into pensions in the UK. That's a lot of money funding a lot of businesses. So as someone who owns a pension, you you want to know, yes, well, I'm paying in, I'm fueling these these companies every month. I would like to know which ones they are, which, in, which industries do they operate in? Do they align with my own personal beliefs about climate change, plastic pollution, human rights, equality, diversity, all of these issues that we are thinking about every day and that we want to make an impact on. And actually, our money is directly feeding into those issues. So I think what Tomello, the, the software it does, and it plugs into pension providers. And if, and if you're in a scheme that's, that's with one of those pension providers, is you get to look at a breakdown of what companies your pension is invested in. So you can have a look, you see, oh, I might be in Coca-Cola, Tesla, BP, whatever. You say, okay, I can see all of these companies. And then what the software does is it brings up the AGM content. So every year, these companies will have a, a meeting in which they, the shareholders and the company will bring up issues that they want to discuss that will take the business forward. And so what you're able to do is, as, as an investor, is to have your say on whether Procter & Gamble, for example, should put more measures in place to cut its de- deforestation measures, or whether Nike should look at whether it's putting in policies in place to ensure that it's not feeding into forced labour in China in terms of cotton producing. So it's, there's quite a huge sphere that you can have an impact on if you're able to open your eyes and see what's there and, and engage with it. And I guess, it's, I mean, there must be a kind of critical mass in terms of that influence because there's a point at which, you know, my sort of 150, 200 pounds into the pension pot feels like a minnow in the context of the scale of the fund that is being invested in, in various companies. So what's the potential of shareholders to make a kind of difference in reality to uh, to the policies of these companies? So it's a, it's a really increasing massive wave and you'll see it more and more in, in mainstream media. We kind of refer to it as shareholder action. And I think the short answer is you can have a, a, a massive impact. Shareholders are able to really publicly hold companies to account, particularly, you know, through AGM meetings. So, you know, if you are a direct shareholder, you're able to vote and, and, and your vote will count and you will be able to sway decisions, these big decisions that companies are making. And I can give some examples, you know, uh, in, in a short while. But companies are being held public to account by their shareholders. There's nowhere to hide and and they have to give reasons why they're not following their shareholders' wishes. If you're an indirect shareholder, is what we call them, so someone who might have a pension through a pension fund, that legal vote actually is, is held by your by your fund manager. But what we do at Tomello is we're giving everyone an opportunity to signal to their fund manager what you want them to then take forward as a vote. So really it's trying to show that this is a really collective movement of people who care, who want to show the people that they're invested in, the companies they're invested in, that they're listening, they're watching, and they want to have their say. And what what stands in the way of the potential of that influence being realised? I think lack of awareness majorly. I mean, and one of the biggest things that we tackle is 
people don't know they want to have an impact but they don't know where to look where to go how to access their their investor voice their investor power they don't know that they're invested in companies i mean it, it really is and, that, and that, there's no shame in not knowing that but people have no idea i think a lot of people still think that their pension is invested in a vault somewhere and it sits there and it you know it grows until they maybe want to go on an ice cruise when they're however old you know that 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 kind of that that kind of belief about pensions and what they can do is is quite static so I think education is a massive stumbling block, which we're hopefully trying to to address now. And what sort of changes have they been able to affect? Have we got examples of change as a result of, of shareholder engagement? I do, yeah. I mean, in the last AGM season alone, we've seen American Express have to revisit their diversity policy because shareholders voted that it was that it was not not robust enough um you've got people voting against the pay of the um of the ceo at starbucks i can't remember how much it was if you correct me i think it was the the, the ceo was being paid um 1211 times more than the average employee at starbucks so, so shareholders were, were, were not particularly happy with that you had some of the seats of the exxon mobile board get taken up by two more climate sort of focused directors as opposed to a small hedge fund pushing who had a certain amount of shares pushing to get their their representatives on there so you've got these really big companies having to to reevaluate and reassess and readdress a lot of their policies because of shareholders and is there a groundswell of of kind of interest in in affecting change i guess i'm, I'm mindful of that you know traditionally the shareholder and particularly in a pension pot and, and an investor is looking for some level of return I think there was something in the news uh, not too recently about uh, a reputable investment manager basically lambasting Unilever because, it, in his words, they're prioritising purpose over profits, and as a result, that the yield isn't as strong. I mean, do people recognise the consequence? Firstly, of does sustainability mean that profits will dip? I mean, do, are they false polarities? Are they false opposites? I think that's the million dollar question, and you would have lots of people answer in in different ways. I mean, I think certainly. What there is a movement is that ESG, so environmental, social governance, this is a really big topic that companies are not going to be able to get away from. It is what shareholders want, it's what the world wants, and it's what customers want. So I think it's not, I think it's just not a really good, a good enough excuse to say that they can't work in harmony. And to have these, these policies in place is, is actually showing that you have foresight of, of long-term success for the business, long-term prof- profitable success for the business as opposed to short-term gains. And I think that is, uh, that is at the core of behaving in a sustainable, fair, fair way. So I think the short answer is, is you're no, you're not going to be able to operate without having this, having this kind of conscious ESG in your, in your mindset as a business. So sustainability and, and purpose-led business is here to stay. It's not a kind of flash in the pan, in your view. No, absolutely not. And I think even it will probably go more more granular than that, because, I mean, even the term ESG, it's not a particularly friendly acronym. People often kind of turn around and walk the other way because they don't know what we're talking about. So environmental, social government, people do tend to focus a lot on the environmental side. People understand climate change. They understand kind of companies reducing their plastic waste. They understand that they should reduce their carbon footprint. That all makes sense. But what's dawning is more of the social, the social issues. So you've got, you know, the Black Lives Matter movement really creating this surge 
of people wanting to know how pay equity is is handled in businesses is there any systemic racism that that will limit opportunity so all of these kind of social issues you know gender equality as well you know in leadership positions all of these social issues as you mentioned as groundswell they're all feeding in to questions people are asking of companies they're feeding in through shareholder proposals we're seeing we saw them last year we're seeing them this year of people wanting to know how businesses are addressing them and so it is absolutely here to stay it is growing and it's a really exciting time for an investor or a shareholder to to be part of it and be able to have your say and to be able to engage with things that you really care about but you've previously thought that you again you were dropping the ocean what would you say to the to the sort of the boards of directors who are kind of facing this kind of new reality this new paradigm in the way that they communicate to their to their shareholders about the kind of the balance between profit and purpose i think they just have to be more transparent than they ever have been i think people are reasonable and i think just so many of um so many of the proposals and so many of the questions that shareholders are asking it's actually about more transparency can you tell us more about this data can you tell us more about your plans your policies i think it's having people in the dark which is getting people aggravated it's not that people are dictating to have certain decisions made they want to know more on which to base their decisions so what i would say to the to directors is be more open have it in black and white explain your thinking explain your purposes and your mission and and i think that goes a long way and i guess also there's also the to make sure that that communication is authentic there's a real authenticity to it you know absolutely i mean you've got you know terms like greenwashing and wokewashing that are that that are being swept through the industry as well and people are not stupid they know exactly when the wool is being pulled over their eyes they know exactly when when it's not and it's a really kind of wholesome realistic goal and and you know i suppose the other side is as i mentioned there's a lack of education in terms of what some people believe is their pensions invested in but people are increasingly way more savvy about global benchmarks to do with the environment to do with social equality so yeah i, I think it, it's not something that can be shied away from and so ultimately what you're doing is you're trying to exert a certain amount of pressure and responsibility onto the fund managers particularly to to be clear about what they're investing in and their motive for investing in that opportunity i think it's about what well certainly speaking for tomello tomello's business it's about it's about enabling investors to see what they're invested in and in order to speak directly you know to signal to their fund manager Who's, who's got the legal vote at this point and, and, and let them know what their underlying investors are really feeling about these different issues so that they can make, you know, along with other analysis, a really informed choice and be representing the people whose money they're looking after. So I guess it's 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 not quite pressure, but it is definitely being more open on our side as well. It's like, you know, if they don't know what people are thinking, then how can they act in their best interest? So it's really opening that channel between underlying investors and the people who are who are making decisions on their behalf. And to any sort of shareholders that are relatively dormant at the moment who are interested in finding out how they could become more active, what are the first steps that anyone could make to start engaging with this issue? I think, I mean, there's lots of ways. I think you would probably start with figuring out if you are invested you know, uh, do you do you have shares somewhere? Are you invested in a pension? So just, I guess, start by opening up your eyes and seeing if you are invested and if so, in what way. And then if you, you do have a pension, 
contact your pension provider? Have they got, I mean, shameless, same, shameless plug, but if they've got someone, you know, like Tomello, if they're registered with Tomello, they can crack on and get on the hub and see where they're invested in and start voting. There's lots of other organisations in which you, if you want to be involved with shareholder action, there is actually an organisation called Share Action, which you can you can start to funnel. Make My Money Matters, an incredible organisation, which which also aims to give people more power of their money, let them understand what, what they are invested in and whether it aligns with their values. There is a real movement here of shareholder action, which you can follow and get involved with. And I think it's becoming way more um, prominent in national mainstream media as well you're seeing kind of stories of of shareholder sort of pressure you know revolt on 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 certain issues so um there is a lot there is a lot to follow if you if you do want to start becoming more more involved brilliant thank you helen we have um we have this final section called worth a look where we we always ask our guests to give us a, a recommendation of something that they've watched read or listened to that I think our listeners would be interested in. So any recommendations for us to, to consider? Yeah, I can recommend a fantastic book. If you if you are interested in, in this topic, it's called Accountable by Michael O'Leary and Warren Waldmanis. And it's all about how we can save capitalism by becoming active and engaging with companies. It talks a lot about what I've talked about today, but also it goes into the into the arguments of divestment versus engagement. And by divestment, I mean... If you don't like some of the companies that you're invested in, so if it's an oil company or a tobacco company or et cetera, is it better to ask to not be um, invested in them at all? Or is it better to actually actively engage with these companies and push them to behave in a way that you would like them to? So it's a really, really interesting read. It's, it's really accessible. I've got it on my audio. But and yeah, it's, it's very interesting. Very good. Just give us the title and the author again. It is called Accountable by Michael O'Leary and Warren Waldmanis. Helen, thank you so much for joining us today. It's been great to have you on Why It Matters. I really appreciate your time with us. Thank you very much for your time. I've enjoyed it. You've been listening to Why It Matters. Why It Matters has been put together by Spark Studio, the brand and design agency based in London. To find out more about us, visit our website at sparks-studio.com. Join the conversation on Twitter and Instagram at hashtag whyitmatterspod or get in touch with me at whyitmatters at sparks-studio.com. Thanks for listening.